0: A production of WordSouth, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast. Helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. If you offer broadband,
1: are you selling speed? Or are you selling benefits? Hello, I'm your host, Stephen Smith. Ward South's Andy Johns recently spent some time with Carissa Swenson of Consortia Consulting to talk about that topic. Andy was reporting live from our time, the premier event of NTCA, the Rural Broadband Association. Let's listen in to their conversation. Thank you for joining us again on Story Connect, the podcast. My guest today is Carissa Swinson. We are here live at the Our Time Expo down in Orlando. And you may remember Carissa from when she was a columnist in the regional telco magazine. She is formerly of uh, Tech Techs, now with Consortia. And so, uh, Carissa, thanks for being here.
0: Well, thanks a lot for having me, Andy.
1: This is our uh, luxurious podcast studio that we have set up here. We're actually just in a conference room um, where uh, it's empty. We've got a little bit of quiet space, and so we're going to talk just a little bit to Carissa about some of the things she's doing, what she's done, and then what she's doing in the future. Just tell us a little bit, because you're wearing a lot of different hats at this, uh, this event. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're doing.
0: Okay, great, yeah. These events are pretty crazy for me. Um, I actually serve as a director on my local telephone cooperative board consolidated in North Dakota and that's how I got involved in the rural telecommunications industry. Um, formerly a teacher and a teacher of teachers so I have always been passionate about helping educate people about the internet and what it can do for them and how to do it safely so um, that's why I started Tech Techs, and just this last fall, I was fortunate enough to um, be acquired by Consortia Consulting based out of Nebraska, and now I'm a member of their team, and I'm doing all the same great training and education work that I was doing before, but now I do it for them, so um, that takes a lot of the stress off of it. And lastly, the last hat I wear at this conference is I'm a member of the Foundation for Rural Services Board, and we do a lot of um, advocacy work on behalf of rural broadband, as well as a lot of youth programs and scholarship programs.
1: Great. Like I said, you've been very busy this week for sure. So but let's talk a little bit about that advocacy work you've done. Obviously, the columns that uh, were in the regional telco magazine uh, dealt a lot with kind of digital citizenship and just just being a, uh, you know, a good citizen online. And that's still a lot of what you're doing.
0: Yeah, correct. So a big thing we need to do is make sure that we are helping people understand what they can do with the internet. I think a lot of times we overthink things we get too caught up on trying to promote 500 meg or 100 meg and and what we really need to focus on is with this device you can connect with your kids or grandkids that are um, states away with this device you can play games with your family members you can go back to school and finish degrees you can communicate with your doctor uh, through telemedicine and there's just so many other things that you can do that I feel like we need to do a better job of, of marketing that as opposed to just speeds um, because people don't really understand what it means to have whatever speed.
1: Right and one of the demographics that you worked a lot with I believe you mentioned was uh, kind of the senior uh, generation of the older folks involved. Are there things that you've done um, that you found successful or what what does it mean to market and to try to reach that group?
0: That's that's my favorite group to work with, and um, one of the quotes that I use a lot when I'm out speaking is by Alan Kay, and he says, technology is anything invented after you were born. And so to my kids, for instance, who are six and nine years old, they are the same age as the iPad and the iPhone. So. You know, to them, that's not technology. It's just a dumb old iPhone or dumb old iPad been around their whole life. To me, it's a microwave. I've never known life without a microwave, so I've never needed an instruction manual. I've always just been able to use it. I may not be able to use it to its full potential, but I sure as heck know how to warm something up. Um, but to my grandmother, those types of things um, are are very much technology to her, and she's she is a bit intimidated by them and and self-conscious that she sees kids using something and she feels like, geez, if they can do it, why why is it so confusing to me? However. She can assemble a gun blindfolded because she was a Navy wave in World War II and has done some amazing things. So what the message I try to get out there is it doesn't matter how old you are, um, that it's okay if you don't understand it. It's not an indication of how smart you are. It's just an indication you were born in the wrong year. If you were born in the same year as my kids, you'd get it. Um, But because you were born in the year you were born in, you might need to ask more questions. And your local provider are the great place to go to get that help that's that's kind of why they're there and that's why we we have these rural cooperatives uh, local providers they have people on staff who can help you out
1: in general do you think so far um, that a lot of the telcos are are reaching that potential and doing that are, are there a lot of folks thinking that way that they should be the one helping those folks connect
0: I think it's getting to that point. Um, For the longest time, when these rural telephone companies were created, they didn't have competitors, and so marketing wasn't a big focus for them. They just um, provided access and people took it. Well now we have a lot more competition uh, between satellite, between cellular. Um, There's lots of different types of competition out there. And so for the last few years, the focus has been fiber optics. Okay, well let's get fiber in the ground so we have higher speeds. Well now we're getting that done, so what's next? And to me the very last step is now educating the public. So it's been really important to get that high speed internet out there. Now you need to go out and explain to people why you need these speeds. You know, you, it's amazing to me how many people I talk to that just don't even realize how many great free tools and resources are available online as long as you have access to them.
1: What are some ways that you've seen telcos do that? How are they, are, they, are there classes? I know we've, we've talked to a couple of folks, West Carolina Telephone, New Hope Telephone, a couple of other folks that, that I know of are doing the classes. Is it that, or is step beyond that, or what are some folks doing to, to help with that mission that you mentioned?
0: So there's a few different ways you could do it. Um, you can offer classes in your community and you can provide the education yourself as as a provider or partner with the local schools and maybe have some teachers do some night classes on behalf of the local um, telephone company. You can um, have videos. One of the things I did when I was with Tech Techs um, was create a TV series called Tech Time. And you could put Tech Time on online or you could create your own um, TV shows that teach people how to use technology, especially if, it, if you have a local channel. Because that demographic, the folks that like to watch the local channel, maybe giving them some basic starter tips on how to get started using a smartphone or an iPad would be a great way to reach out to them. Um, Even taking opportunities like your annual meeting, when you get your whole membership in there in one room together, why not talk a little bit about some of the cool, fun things you can do with the internet and get them excited about it. I think that's a nice opportunity to really promote what you're doing when you're in front of that audience.
1: Those are great ideas. That's great. Just a little bit more about uh, being here at the R Time event. What have you seen that uh, that you've enjoyed, or what have you learned about uh, that you know, stands out to you, some of your favorite uh, moments of, of R Time 2016?
0: You know, I I always love these events. It it seems sort of like a family reunion you actually want to go to. (laughs) So there's uh, uh, the people that I've met throughout the years. I I always love getting back together with them and find out what they're doing in their um, companies. And there's been a lot of um, anxiety leading up to this with the FCC and wondering what kind of rulings are coming down and and I think we've realized that I think it's gonna be okay you know there's always a lot of panic and um, but I think I think we're gonna be alright and um, yes some things some things are gonna change but uh, change is is inevitable so uh, we'll just have to embrace it and do the best we can it's also fun to see some of the the technology that's coming out and and the role that rural telecommunications is going to play in that technology as far as all the gadgets, all the smart home technologies, um, that it's it's exciting to think about the types of things that will be around in 10, 15, 20 years, with the, especially with the high-speed networks we have out there today.
1: Absolutely. Well, thank you again for listening. Uh, that was Carissa Swenson. Carissa, tell us just a little bit about how to get in touch with you or, or what, what folks, uh, you, you know, your current position, what, how you can help uh, folks in the telco world.
0: Thanks. Yes. Yeah. so uh, once again, I'm Carissa Swenson uh, with Consortia Consulting. You can find us online at consortiaconsulting.com. We help companies all throughout the United States. So um, my email address is listed there, and you can uh, reach out if you have any questions, and I would be happy to respond.
1: Great, great. Thank you. And somebody, again, who knows the telco business from several different angles. So it, it was good talking with you. Thank you for being here. and Thank you for listening. Uh, we're here live from Our Time 2016 down in Orlando. We're going to try to grab a couple more interviews while we're down here at the conference and then uh, get them back to uh, all the listeners back at home.
0: Thanks so much for listening. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing company.